You're listening to the Corporate Expat Experience, the podcast that shows you the reality of leaving employee life, moving to entrepreneur world, to build a business and a life on your terms. I'm Nicole Caldwell, and each week I will share with you information to support your entrepreneurial journey. Whether you're thinking about leaving your job, in transition, or have already started your business, this podcast will be your resource for ideas, information, and insights from me and from my guests, professionals who decided to leave their successful careers to go after their passions, build new businesses, and new lives as entrepreneurs. We will share with you what it takes to be successful, the highs, the lows, and the in-betweens to give you a real view into the corporate expat experience. Hello, welcome to the first episode of the Corporate Expat Experience. Today, I'm going to share with you a bit about me so you know who you're listening to and why. And I will be sharing with you what exactly is a corporate expat because I felt it important to provide context around corporate expat, this term, this concept, and this movement of being a corporate expat. I will not only define it, but I'm going to go a bit deeper into the stages one goes through when they shift from employee to entrepreneur and to understand why it's important to have this view and understanding of the term and concept and also what to expect when you or someone you know or love is going through this process, this journey, this adventure. Then before we wrap, I'm going to share with you an exercise, a favorite of my clients, an action that you can take today, no matter where you're at in your journey, that will give you some insight into you, where you're going and what you need to do to get there. For those of you who don't know me, who are just getting to know me, I'm Nicole Caldwell. I live in Dallas and I work with professionals from around the world to help them reach their next level of success. For the past few years, I've had a referral-only private practice working with corporate executives and leaders. My clients are both companies and individuals. We work on performance, limiting beliefs, and building strong foundations for success. I started when I was asked by a former colleague to come in and coach one of his teams, his sales teams that was underperforming. I brought them from near the bottom of the leaderboard to the top globally in a few months. And that led to referrals and to other referrals. Although I had coached while in the corporate world, it wasn't my primary focus. Many of my clients have shared with me that they want to leave their jobs and do something different usually start their own consulting practice or another type of business, but most of them shared that they did not feel like they could, or they wouldn't even know how to make that happen, or even make as much money on their own as they were in the corporate world. And by sharing these, I guess, dreams and insights, I actually found one of my superpowers that I was able to help them see things differently and help them to see that they could actually be successful in making that life change. They could be successful outside of their corporate job and prosper as an entrepreneur. Some move quickly, others 
created a longer term plan and some test drove their new career or new business on the side while they were making that transition. As a former corporate leader from the tech industry, I ran major global deals, board level initiatives, and global partnerships for companies like GE, General Electric, Hewlett Packard, Avaya, British Telecom, just to name a few. I did move around quite a bit. And while I love the excitement of figuring out how to win the deals, launching new divisions and strategic initiatives and partnerships, what really excited me was figuring out how to solve client challenges, to help them to visualize and to move from their current or as-is state to their future state, their to-be state, and to create the strategy with them to make it all happen. And I have to admit, I love the global lifestyle. Although while not always glamorous, you're always on someone else's time and their dime. You have to be where they want you to be and when they want you to be there. I loved it. The corporate world was a great place to learn and to grow, and it had its challenges too. When I left in 2018 with over 20 years in the corporate world, again, mainly in the tech industry, I felt like I had been sprinting a marathon. And even worse, I felt like I was pushing a boulder against a wall. Not only is it an impossible thing to do, but why would you do it? Because you're not really going anywhere. So despite living a healthy lifestyle and knowing all the hacks for dealing with the stress, I knew it was getting to me and it was time for me to take a break and to make a change. All things that I will be sharing in this podcast and also in the book that I'm writing that will be coming out in early 2022. I cannot wait to share that with you. I'm so excited about it. But going back to global, I always loved and have been fascinated with travel, exploring new places and meeting people from different countries and cultures. I grew up in an international community with my classmates being from around the world. I always expected that at some point in my life, I would live in another country. And I actually have for brief periods with international assignments while I was in the corporate world in Australia and Europe and the UK. And at one point I was in talks with one of my employers to move to Australia to launch and lead a program. And unfortunately that didn't work out. I continued to keep my eyes open for these opportunities. When I left the corporate world at first, I thought this isn't going to happen probably. And then I started looking for ways that I can make it happen while having my own business. I continued to research and to explore. And then, of course, as you all know, 2020 happened. Borders closed. And for the time being, the opportunities to move closed as well. So I had been in research and planning phase, and I was feeling a bit deflated about not being able to move and take that next step. But I wanted to keep the possibilities alive for when things changed, and I still believe that that will happen. So as I was thinking about when things change, what the move would entail, and all the things that I would expect to experience, it hit me. I was already having this experience. I was, in fact, an expat of sorts. Here's how. An expatriate, or expat for short, comes from Latin, ex meaning away from, and patria fatherland. So someone who's living away from their homeland, their fatherland, their motherland, but their homeland. And the modern world 
An expat is usually associated with moving for business reasons, although the term is used for a person who has up and moved away, living in life in a new country or world. So how was I an expat while I was still living in my homeland of the U.S.? Well, I had in fact moved. I moved from the world of being an employee, a corporate citizen. I moved to entrepreneur world, becoming an entrepreneur, running my own business. Away from corporate land and employee life, I was now living in this new world of being in business for myself, a new world with a new language like lead magnets and SEO and so many new things to learn. Totally new culture, which was very focused on your social media presence and your likes and new people, a whole new community of entrepreneurs and an entirely new mindset and outlook and a new schedule and a new lifestyle. And while, yes, I have mentioned that I did grow up in a family of entrepreneurs, I've been living in the corporate world for my adult life. Actually being an entrepreneur now, a full-time resident and citizen, a completely new world. Think about it this way. How many of you were born in one place, maybe lived there a couple of years as a child, but grew up in a new state or new place? You went to elementary or junior high, middle school or high school, college in in a totally different place from where you were born. Then you return back to that original city or state or country. It's totally new to you as an adult. You see it completely different. And that's exactly what I experienced when I moved to entrepreneur world, a new experience, now living as a corporate expat, an entrepreneur instead of an employee. In April of 2021, according to the U.S. Labor Department, the job report showed a shocking and for some very alarming new data point. The number of people resigning from their jobs was the largest to date. A record-breaking 4 million people quit their jobs. Now, in normal times, people quitting their jobs in large numbers usually will signal a healthy economy with plentiful jobs. But these are not normal times. And those numbers continue. April was not a one-off. We saw similar numbers over the course of the summer. People are leaving their jobs for a variety of reasons, lifestyle, burnout, feeling undervalued, wanting to follow their passions, feeling a need to make a change in their life, just looking for a new adventure, and so many other reasons. Many are choosing to start new businesses. And with the advancements almost daily in technology, starting a new business has become easier and can be done with minimal financial investment. As I realized that I was a corporate expat and that so many others going through the same journey, it hit me that there were parallels between being a true expat and being a corporate expat. As I had been doing the research on what to expect for making the move from where I live to another country, the parallels became very clear to me. The stages that virtually every expat goes through, and most agree that these are the significant stages in the expat experience, are one, the discovery phase. This is when you're doing your research and your exploration, which I had been doing for a while. Two is your decision phase. This is when you start, you make a decision that you're going to make that jump and move. 
you start to create a plan and your strategy for making that happen. Once you've done that, you go through the honeymoon phase. This is when everything is amazing about your new world, your new environment. And then what happens is you go through the culture shock or questioning phase. I like to call this the what have I done phase. (laughs) Then there's that fork in the road phase. This is where after you've kind of gotten to that point of what have I done? And you're starting to really question things. You have a fork in the road. You can decide to take one path or another. You can decide to stay and acclimate or move back, basically repatriate. And if you decide to stay, it's an acceptance phase. It's adapting, acclimating. And this is when you move into prosper. You're going to prosper because you've made that decision to stay. You've made that decision that you're going to figure things out, that you're going to meet new people and to really settle in. And this is when you start to prosper. Mindset is critical to all of these stages or phases. And you may go in and out of the phases, especially the honeymoon phase and the what have I done phase. So in the next few episodes, I'm going to dive into each of these phases to share with you more details and and things that you can do to navigate through them. Also in upcoming interviews, my guests will share their experiences and how they dealt with the challenges of the different stages as well, and how they were able to push through them. So why do you need to know about the stages? Well, first, if you're planning to leave your job and start a business or go full into a business that you've already started, I like to say forewarned is forearmed. Having a view into what will most likely happen is powerful. I wish that someone would have warned me. I know that I would have still gone through the stage or the phase. However, I would have been able to move through it differently, perhaps even faster and not have lost valuable time feeling lost. Second, if you've already made that leap, knowing that you are not alone, And having a few tools to help you navigate the stage can be incredibly helpful. Again, I wish I had had this knowledge. And part of the reason that I decided to have this podcast so I can help you and also help myself. Look, I love talking to my guests, many of who are now friends. And by hearing that I am not alone, I feel more empowered that I can get through it too. And I hope the same for you. Third, if you know the stages, you can identify where you, when you are going through them and get the help you need to drive over that speed bump or accelerate in that stage. If you see someone else struggling, a friend, a partner, a family member, someone you know who is on the entrepreneurial journey, you see them struggling or they come to you and share what they're going through, you can relate to them better. You can help them in an inspired way, possibly by pointing them to this podcast. Earlier, I touched on mindset. This is critical at every phase. And mindset will be a hot topic on this podcast as I believe it to be the cornerstone to the foundation of your success. Actually, it is the foundation to your success because without having a growth mindset, you can't have an entrepreneurial mindset. Now, if you don't have that, the question is, Can I have one? Can I develop a growth mindset, an entrepreneurial mindset? Absolutely. And that is 100% up to you. And we'll talk about that in an upcoming episode. 
So to wrap up, we talked about what it means to be a corporate expat, leaving employee life, moving to entrepreneur world and running your own business. We talked about the stages of being a corporate expat and how your mindset, your outlook impacts and predicts the entire journey. And that we'll be diving into each of these phases in upcoming episodes where my guest and I will be sharing our corporate expat experiences and how we overcame challenges, limiting beliefs, and so much more. I want to leave you today with a quick action that I think will help you no matter where you're at. If you are on the corporate expat journey or not, this can be a a really powerful, helpful exercise for you to do. And it's one of the favorites of my clients. So I want you to stop for a moment and allow yourself to dream, to visualize your ideal day. What does it look like? What is the work you are doing? Who are you working with and what are you helping them with? Do you have a product or a service that helps them? What are you doing each part of that ideal day? I want you to see it, feel it, hear it, and breathe into it. Feel all the feelings, experience all the senses that comes along with your ideal day. Now I want you to grab a pen and write it all down. Write everything that you can about that experience. What are you doing that day? And when you do that, I want you to reread that and ask yourself, does this day, this ideal day match your day today? Is it time to start thinking? about how to make your day match your ideal day. So what did you think of this exercise? Were you able to visualize and experience your ideal day? If not, it's okay. Try it again. Bring some joy into it. Actually enjoy the exercise. This NLP exercise may seem a bit simple to imagine your ideal day, yet it is so incredibly profound. This exercise has been the start of so many of my clients' transformations over the past several years. Whether they stayed in the corporate world, they moved up, they went on to another role or they were promoted, or some of them decided to start something completely new. Their transformation started with a vision of living a different life on their terms and by their own design all starting with envisioning that ideal day. And yes, I do this exercise with every single one of my clients. It's that powerful and that important for transformation and for the transition. So many of us are not living a life of our ideal days. And our ideal day today might be very different than what we envisioned 10 years ago, five years ago, or even a year ago which is what I hear from so many people who have been part of or about to be part of this great resignation. In upcoming episodes, I will be bringing you more NLP-based exercises and actions. So I want to hear from you. How did you find this exercise? What did you get out of it? Let me know in the comments if you found it useful, helpful, or any revelations that came from this exercise. Let me know, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode and would like to help support this podcast, please hit subscribe, leave a rating and review, share it with others, or post about it on social media. For show notes, links, 
To connect with Gaston Moore, visit us at corporate-expat.com. And be sure to catch the next episode with more insights and inspiration to support your corporate expat experience. Bye for now.